Hello, greetings and salutations. Welcome to the podcast, looking back at albums, movies and video games to ask. Anyone for seconds? I am your host, Dave. How are we all? Are we still alive? Are we ready to praise Satan? Are we ready to rock out with one of the originators of the thrash metal? It's only bloody Venom and their 2006 album, Metal Black. Antichrist! Dave, why this one? Well, I consider 2006 to be a great year for music. Not only for music released in that year, but also for myself. 2006 is the year where I truly started to get into music, and indeed make discoveries for myself. I have vivid memories listening to my then local radio station's rock show, which would be on every Sunday between 7pm and 10pm and discovering heavy music of my own accord. I discovered bands like Pantera, Stone Sour's sophomore album, Come Whatever May, and of course, began my very long love affair with One Lemmy and his Motorhead. I would continue my musical voyage from this moment on, using not only the internet to further my search, and using magazines such as Kerrang! A Metal Hammer to seek heavier things. One name was frequently mentioned among these many searches for new music, that being of the band Venom. Many years would pass from this seminal moment in my personal history. I would begin my work life, and lo and behold, I had a disposable income. Fantastic, I thought, as I then discovered a small store in my local town centre called FOP, where CDs and DVDs would be sold for as little as a pound brand new. One of these albums was Venom's Metal Black from 2006. Ah yes, 2006. I remembered how much of a great year it was musically for me and thought, this could be a pretty good album. And you know what, for a pound, what's the harm? Shall we jump into a context dump of satanic proportions? Okay then, here we go. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! Hail Satan! I'm afraid I have to disappoint you all. There isn't really a context dump to speak of for this album. I am so sorry, context dump fans, but I did try. I can tell you that this album was not recorded by the classic lineup of Venom, but instead was recorded by a lineup consisting of original vocalist Kronos and two fellas by the name of Anton and Mike Viss, I think. However you pronounce it. The album was produced by singer and bassist Kronos while it was recorded at Doomtune Facilities UK. Again, I couldn't find any information about this either. All I could seem to find was that Metal Black, a play on their classic album, Black Metal, was released in 2006 on Castle Sanctuary Records to mixed reviews. Now I tried my hardest to find some reviews, and all I could find was one from the recesses of the dark web. And that happens to be from All Music. All Music gave the album 3.5 out of 5, stating, Metal Black is an impressively consistent Venom release. Do not worry, Context Dump fans, it will be back in full stead next week. With all of this in mind, though, well, whatever there was of it, shall we ask, anyone for seconds?
How is Metal Black? It's an interesting listen overall. The songs themselves are great. I love them. Alright, they get a bit repetitive at times, but my main issue with this album is how it's been produced. For whatever reason, the conscious decision has taken to mix the album in a really, really peculiar way. For whatever reason, the high end has been completely removed. So what you're left with is, is an extremely low to mid-range sound. Arguably, this is a sound that could work in favour for the band. For the most part, it does. However, it does play havoc with the rest of the mix as a lot of the guitars have been forcibly pushed together so that they blend into one kind of big fuzzy mess. On top of that, the drums sound like they've also had the same treatment, which is mad. A lot of the nuance and subtlety that might have been in the drum playing has been lost as it blends into the mix and it often gets lost as a result. Interestingly, it also sounds as if the whole album has suffered from the ongoing loudness wars. For those of you who aren't in the know, the loudness wars has become a phenomena that really became present within the last 20 to 25 years or so within music. Essentially, during the mixing process, everything is made louder in order to get heard over other music should it be played on the radio, on TV, or anywhere in public for that matter. What happens, however, is when the music is artificially made louder, a lot of compression and distortion can be heard in places, leaving the listener feeling tired or fatigued as a result of this overall loudness. This is most prevalent on the opening track, Antichrist. The drums, guitars and bass all kind of blend into one and honestly, it sounds like a complete mess. Such a shame because Antichrist is easily the best track on this album. It sets the tone of the album perfectly, gives you a good indication of what you're in for and honestly, it's a catchy track to boot. Damn, such a missed opportunity. Moving on from the sound of the album now, we have to take a look at the songs themselves. As previously mentioned, the strongest track overall is the opening track. How about the rest of the album though, Mr. Dave? Well, I mean, they're fine. They're not particularly that good, but that doesn't mean they're that bad either. There are some pretty good standout moments. Death and Dying is a tour de force of aggression, with the track leading in with some high-pitched squeals before a barrage of guitars and drums pummeling you into submission with their ferocity. The guitar solo on this track is the strongest on the album, with shredding that you can't help but grin menacingly to. Reggie Satanus, with his eponymous sing-along chant, stands out to me as a fantastic crowd-pleaser that I could only dream of seeing one day performed live. The riffs throughout the album are headbangers for sure, played with precision and anger that would make a nun blush. Sadly, the biggest crime of this album is it just feels too long. Sitting at a runtime of around 57 minutes or so, it slowly wears out its welcome. Partly due to the mix of the album just feeling so exhausting and draining to listen to, and partly because the songs are very samey. There's just not a lot of variety. All of the tracks are either really high tempo tracks that hit you in the face, or they are slow to the point of plodding. There's no real experimentation, it's either one thing or the other. As much as an influence Venom has had on a lot of bands over the years, of which I understand, I just don't think they do themselves a great service with this album. The production in Messy, the strength of the songs, although debatable, isn't exactly high, 
and could be seen as off-putting to some people. For all of their notoriety within the 1980s, I certainly haven't gone out of my way to try and seek out the rest of their back catalogue. This is due to this album. Overall, I think this album is only really going to appeal to fans of the band and completionists. There is a solid foundation of a great album in here. How it stands at the moment, though, it's just... It's just fine. I feel that with a little bit of extra polish on the mixing, some concise cuts to the track listing, there could be an era-defining album in here. Trouble is, it needs that extra spit and polish to really bring it out. As it stands, though, it's an exhausting album that leaves you feeling a tad underwhelmed from the whole experience. A real missed opportunity. Thanks so much for listening. Do you agree? Disagree? Do you think Venom Inc. is the better band out of the two Venom bands that are currently going? Why not get in contact with us? We're over on Twitter as at anyone podcast. Still have Facebook? We're over there as well. Just search for us. You will find us. Longer considerations and rants can be sent via email to anyoneforseconds at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave us a like, rating, review on your podcast platform of choice as it helps us grow the podcast so we can reach more ears and bring us together in this weird and wonderful time on Earth. Raw Swan Podchaser. I'm slowly figuring it out, but we're on there, so go and give us a rating over at podchaser.com forward slash anyone for seconds podcast. This time, I think I'll leave you with the sweet dulcet tones of one Mr. Kronos from this album. Thanks again. Stay safe. You got this.